there. Welcome to Healthy-ish, your podcast from body and soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley. Now, was it last week or perhaps it was the week before we did an episode about, well, it was to help inspire more hope in the year ahead. That episode did super well. Thank you for listening. So I wanted to do something similar, but today we're talking about pleasure and how to get more of it in the year ahead. Euphemia Russell is a certified sex positive coach and best-selling author of a book called Slow Pleasure. And they're joining us via Zoom from LA today to inspire more pleasure in your life in 2023. Now, we keep our healthiest episodes short. So if you want to hear my full interview with Euphemia, where they chat more about well, finding pleasure and aliveness and microdosing pleasure. Interesting concept, that one. Just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Euphemia, I should say welcome back to Healthy-ish and Happy New Year. Mm, Happy New Year to you too. It's a pleasure to be back. I was so honoured when you asked me. Oh, well, your episode, as I said to you before we started recording, did really well. So we are honoured to have you back on to talk about pleasure. Now, we did talk a bit about this last year, but remind us, talk us through your philosophy of pleasure. Mm. The way that I now talk about pleasure is a spectrum of pleasure. So I call myself a full spectrum pleasure coach, which is actually a title I kind of stumbled upon and is the byline of my book. And I was like, oh, that's how I want to speak to pleasure. It's not just sexual pleasure. It's not just the default that we think of, of sexual pleasure or orgasms or um, genitals. It's a whole spectrum of possibilities and choices. And so that's how I talk about pleasure and that's how I share and hold space for clients and that it's a process of remembering pleasure rather than learning it because I think it's something that's innate that we're socialized out of remembering and feeling. Why do you, what do you think contributes to us kind of losing that feeling or or losing being in touch with that feeling of pleasure? What do you think some of the barriers, I suppose, growing up and also in today's modern life that kind of hinder us and stop us from feeling this? It's a magnificent feeling, isn't it, pleasure? (laughs) Ideally, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there are so many barriers and that that we all fumble with pleasure. Often I think because it's not spoken about enough, we think, oh, everyone else has got it sorted and mastered. And it's not something that's ever mastered. We are always in process and practice with it. And that I, over many years of coaching, have identified seven, what I call like the seven socialized characters. And I see them again and again in clients. And they're characters that we have learned as a way to either maintain our sense of safety or belonging or a sense of dignity of how we uh, believe that we need to act to receive safety, belonging, and dignity. Um, And they're very wise strategies, but in the process, they divorce us from our aliveness, our connection to our bodies, and our connection to our pleasure. And then on top of that, there's the structural internalized shame and guilt which I think is a tool or a mechanism of control that has come through many different ways like religion. Um, And when we're disconnected from ourselves, we are easier to manipulate. Um, So I think we could talk a whole conversation just about that, but 
There are a lot of barriers and also there are so many clear paths and fun ways to come back to ourselves. Okay, let's we will go a bit deeper into that because I think that's it you know, that's a great point in Extra healthy Let's talk about how we can invite more of that into our days this year because, I, I mean, me personally, I just want more joy and pleasure in my life, especially with all that's going on, not just in my world, but the broader world. How can we induce more pleasure or feel more pleasure or just make pleasure happen around us every day? Mm. One of the practices that I love doing, and I do this every season, is asking myself, what are my desired feelings for this time? And if it's pleasure, maybe it's something related to pleasure, like you're saying, joy or ease or aliveness or whatever it may be. And that choosing three feelings for us to be reminded of like, oh, I want to orient towards those in each choice or each action. Uh, and then it is it is a practice of remembering, of being like, oh, how do I want to feel I, I have a choice. How do I want to feel in this moment? And then in that, it's just doing really what I call microdosing pleasure. That's one of my offerings of like an audio library, but it's also a philosophy, which is the smallest drip of pleasure has a big ripple and it can change how we feel in ourselves in a whole day, in a moment and build up a pleasure practice over time. And then the other part I would say is seeing pleasure as something that fuels you rather than rewards you. So often we think of pleasure as like a carrot on a stick egging us along to do something and be productive. But it's what if you fueled yourself with pleasure and did something pleasurable to actually have the momentum and the aliveness to to do something rather than seeing it as you are bad until you prove yourself. So there are a few possibilities of how people can think about their pleasure for the year. How are you viewing your pleasure for 2023? Always imperfectly, always, always imperfectly, always in practice and asking myself the question, which is uh, one of the sort of fundamental practices I offer clients, which is asking myself the question, how can I bring 10% more pleasure into this moment, this action, this process? And just to keep coming back to that. And that the more times you do simple practices like that, there's more nuance, there's more choice, there's more possibility and realizing that it has an accumulative effect. And so my year is building on that. What a, You talk a bit, well, you talked in your book and you talk a bit about building a pleasure practice. I mean, sometimes it's hard when you're in the moment to reframe your thoughts, isn't it? And remember why well, what is the pleasure in this situation? Is there any kind of thing that you come back to every day or every week where we can, or a habit that we can become more aligned with that feeling of pleasure? Yes, absolutely. And I think that uh, the word practice can sometimes feel intimidating for people. They're like, oh God, I have to think of another thing and add another <laughs> thing to my to-do list <laughs> and my task and I need to master another thing and practice. Like, oh. And then we can get quite overwhelmed. And so I would say it's start really small. And this there is a section in my book about habits and building habits and rituals uh, and moments to remember pleasure, because that honestly is what it is. Uh, and how to be, as I was saying, be really imperfect, really microdosed and fun. Not doing a pleasure practice. You're like, I think I have to do a pleasure practice, so I'm going to do it. It's okay. I'm going to do 30 seconds of fluid intuitive movement. And then you get to 30 seconds, you're like, hey, that feels good. Maybe I'll do another 30 seconds. 
And so that's how I would suggest that people approach pleasure and cultivating it in general. Yeah, microdosing. I like that. A great word too. Euphemia, lovely to chat to you and have a great have a great rest of your year. Mm, thank you. And you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that chat with Euphemia. If you do want to know more about their book or course, I will leave links in the show notes. If you want more from us, oh, you know where to go, bodyandsoul.com.au. We are on social media. Or you can listen to many other episodes of Healthish or Extra Healthish. You can also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or share this app with a friend. And until next time you listen, stay healthyish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthyish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthyish and Extra Healthyish wherever you get your podcasts.